because there's no point having a goal when subconsciously you think you can't get it. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have the capabilities to do it because I'm telling you now, consciously you can want anything you want, but if subconsciously you don't think you're going to get there, you are going to be in constant conflict with yourself. You're going to self-sabotage. You might find excuses and procrastinate. You need to be on the same team with your conscious and your subconscious. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balance Theory podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Balancers, and welcome back to the very first episode of 2024 I am beyond excited for this year. I have a lot of exciting changes. As you guys know, if you're connected with us on social media, on Instagram or on TikTok, you would have seen some sneak peeks that we have upgraded our production. So all of my interviews are now taking place in person in Dubai, which is really exciting. I actually did start the podcast originally to be in person only. Uh, And it was in our lovely 2020. So that quickly had to revert back to being online. And I think just with me moving around, I never got around to, you know, regrounding back into doing in-person. But since I started doing it again, it reminded me how much I love having conversations in person, how different it is, how much of a more intimate connection you can make with someone. So I've really, really been enjoying that. And I use a really gorgeous studio. If you haven't seen it or you're not sure what I'm talking about, check out our Instagram because there will definitely be some sneak peeks there, if not in the next few weeks to come. Now, today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is goal setting. And I say favorite because I feel like as the years go on, I have the opportunity to refine and create a much better way at doing my goal setting. But before we do jump into that, I just want to share three really quick updates. So the first one, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody who has taken five to 10 seconds out of their day to leave us a review and rating, whether that be on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, you guys don't know how much it means to me and how much it really helps the show grow. It really is just a simple way for you guys to Give me your thoughts, give me your feedback on the show. And what's the best part is it actually helps us reach more people like you who are interested in engaging in these types of conversations around our self-growth, around balance, around just how to do different things to grow as people. So if you guys could take five to 10 seconds, if you haven't already left us a review or rating, it would really help us continue to reach amazing people like you who are on a similar journey. And again, a massive thank you to everybody who's already taken the time to do so. That's the first update. Second, that's number one. Number two, as you guys know, last year I had the opportunity of speaking for the first time. So public speaking and speaking on stage is something I've been excited to try. It's been something I've been interested in wanting to do. And I did get the opportunity to in November last year. And so I finally published that talk. It's now live on YouTube. I've put a link in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But the essence of that is really a really good balance reset. So if you guys are new here, this is the first time you're listening to the show. The balance theory is a concept and a framework. It's an approach to how to find your unique life balance. And in that talk I gave, it's a 20 minute workshop. It takes you through step-by-step how to work out what your life balance is and how to actually achieve it. So it's super tailored to you guys. There's also a free worksheet that goes with it. So that link is in the show notes and is video. So it's a little more interactive. You can watch it uh, and save it for later. 
And lastly, this one is one I'm most excited about and it's quite timely, A, with the time of year and B, with this episode. That is, I have decided and I've finally launched my very first digital product, which is an ebook. It's come in the ebook format. Now, the reason behind this, as I kind of introduced at the beginning of the episode today, is I love goal setting. And over the years, I've really refined my approach to how I do it. So I used to just write my goals down and that was kind of it. And I found I'd lose so much momentum. I wouldn't really have a strong driver. And so over the years, I've developed a system which has helped me actually set and stick to my goals and make them come to fruition. So many things I've achieved on this podcast are a massive thank you to my system. So I have finally put that together in an ebook. I've tried to put as much value in there and make it as accessible as possible for as many people. And I'm really excited to have finally gone live with that. So link for that is also in the show notes below. I've literally put my exact blueprint system in there. For those of you that have already purchased it, thank you so much for messaging out and tell me how much you also loved it. That really warms my heart. That's something I've developed and fine-tuned over the years has resonated so much with you guys. And I'm so excited to see what that means for you and your goals. So those are my three updates. All the links to all of that stuff is in the show notes, but let's dive into today's topic, right? Which is the seven mistakes you want to avoid when you are goal setting for 2024. Now, these mistakes are, I guess, tools or just little guidelines that are not only going to be relevant to you setting your new year's goals, but just in general, anytime you sit down to do like an alignment check or check in with your balance, you can utilize these tools as kind of approaches or things to avoid doing right when you're doing these activities they're really good like little bunch of framework so let's dive straight in the first mistake and I kind of highlighted this because it really was something I used to do and only do is write down my goals and I mean like just write down my goals so if you've sat down to think about your goals for 2024 and the extent of that is you've just written them out on a paper and and that's it This is a huge mistake. And this is something that I used to only do. And as I briefly said before, it led me into a situation where I would lose momentum. I didn't have a strong connection with my goals. I didn't really have a practice or a system or a format to understand what those goals meant for me, how I was going to achieve them. It wasn't a very heartfelt approach, right? Which meant I had goals that were not really that connected to who I was. And I think the reason stopping this habit, right? And and avoiding doing this in the first place is I think sometimes we just write down goals that we think we want. They're kind of circulating in our head and we think we want them. So we just write them down, but without doing that deeper thought, without doing a little bit of a deeper dive, which is why I created a system. I think we really miss out on the opportunity to find goals that are aligned for us, right? We go into like this autonomous or like automatic pattern where maybe you carry over some things from last year that you didn't achieve without like questioning, is that what I want? Right. So just writing them down for what's in your head and kind of stopping there and not investigating further, taking it further, I think is a huge mistake. I think, let me clarify as well, that writing our goals out is essential, but it's like part one of five. It's not the entirety of goal setting. So for those of you who maybe approach goal setting in this way, you're in for a real treat today because I'm going to be sharing quite a few different layers as to things and maybe ways you can start thinking about how to build out your own system. Uh, but if you want to, a, set guide that's already done. Again, the ebook is in the show notes. So that's number one, right? Just leaving it as kind of just a writing, just writing out our goals, because I find this has really led me into like a set 
and forget method before, which we want to avoid, obviously. Number two, this one's a little bit of a mindset shift. So I think a mistake we make is thinking about a goal as what we're going to achieve instead of thinking about the goal as who we are going to become. This has been probably the most important shift I've done in terms of my approach to my goal setting, because being so hyper-focused on the thing you're going to achieve, the thing you're going to get, you know, whether it be a pay rise, uh, you're moving to a different city, right? Like focusing on that one thing, you become so narrow in what you're looking at and you're almost dissatisfied or unhappy until you get that one thing. But the truth is for you to grow and achieve that thing, you actually have to become the person that achieves it, right? Whether it's learning new skills, whether it is growing in different parts, whether it's trying new things out, whether it's putting yourself out there, you actually have to grow into the person who achieves that thing. And so looking at it in this new way, right? By taking the focus off what you're going to achieve and putting it on who you're going to become, the process becomes more important. And this is really, really important to actually have some value on the day-to-day, the small steps. Otherwise we get so consumed and caught up in that goalpost that everything else can be frustrating. You can feel impatient. You really don't have an appreciation for the journey that it takes to get there. So I think when I reframed this and I'll be completely honest with you guys, like this is something I need to remind myself of regularly. But the reason I want to bring it up now is because if you are goal setting or if you have just goal set, writing out your goals with this in mind, right? So maybe it is, maybe your goal is that you do want to get a pay rise, right? But then you have to start thinking about, well, who do I need to become to get that pay rise? What do I need to do differently? What do I need to stop doing that I'm currently doing, right? It becomes a lot more full bodied. And this is what I mean with building a connection with our goals. So we don't just lose momentum because they have meaning and it creates a much deeper connection with them, which I think is key to sticking them, sticking them out and like maintaining momentum towards them. So the mistake I've made multiple times in the past is just focusing on what I'm going to achieve, being kind of laser focused in that lane and not really thinking about who I'm becoming in the process and honoring and appreciating that, which is such a beautiful part of getting to where we want to be. Number three, I'm going to keep this one very brief because it's straight to the point. And that is not asking yourself your why with your goals. If you have written out your goals or if you plan on writing out your goals and you're not in parallel going to ask yourself why that goal has the honor of being on your list for 2024, this to me is a huge mistake. And I only say this from experience, right? I feel many of the things I once wanted were things I thought I wanted, were things that maybe society told me was good. Because I never asked myself why, I was never able to distinguish between what I actually wanted and maybe ambitions or goals I was adopting from somebody else. So by asking yourself why, and and I never asked myself why once, I actually go up to five times. I had a guest on, Lucy Dunn. And she introduced me to the why times five. And I think it's such a great way. And the concept is you just keep asking why until you can't ask anymore. So if you want to get a pay rise, like why do you want to get a pay rise? Because you want more money. Okay, that's great. Why do you want more money? What is that for? Is it so you can buy a house? Great. Why do you want to buy a house? Because you want some security in the neighborhood you live in? Maybe yes. Maybe at this point you're going to be like, actually, I really want to travel and live a nomadic lifestyle. So do I actually want that pay rise or is it more that I need to fine tune my why? So the why of getting more money is so you can live, you know, a nomadic lifestyle. You can go rent in different parts of the world. You know, that's just an example, but I think asking yourself why 
make sure that goal is aligned for you and then make sure the motivation supporting that goal is also aligned. And this is such a great way to avoid kind of falling out of love with our goals or losing that momentum or procrastinating on them because it's very clear what's at stake, what we're missing out on and what we don't get if we don't achieve that goal. So not asking ourselves why is a huge mistake to make when you're setting your goal. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay, number four. I have to say, this is probably my favorite. So I don't really know why it's randomly featured as number four and not number one or number eight. But here we go. Number four is not asking yourself what limiting beliefs you have. Now, let me explain. I'm going to be honest with you guys with a real example that's literally just happened from my goal setting exercise. So I was writing down, you know, different things for my career, both through this podcast and and in my legal work. And I think a really key thing to ask yourself is one of these two things. I realized I had set my goal, right? And I had written it so big that it scared me, but to a point, not where it was just like, oh, wow, this is so big. I want to achieve this. There was actually an element of, I don't actually know if I can, right? And it was to do with finances and money and my ability to generate a certain type of wealth, right? There was a limitation there. And I realized that because this goal scared me and I investigated. I was like curious, like, why did I, why did that trigger me? Or why do I have this doubt coming up about it? Right. So there was a limiting belief when it came to money. So this is now a priority for me because there's no point having a goal when subconsciously you think you can't get it. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have the capabilities to do it because I'm telling you now consciously you can want anything you want. But if subconsciously you don't think you're going to get there, you are going to be in constant conflict with yourself. You're going to self-sabotage. You might find excuses and procrastinate. You need to be on the same team with your conscious and your subconscious. And so I think writing the goals down and seeing how they make you feel and noticing if you have any thoughts around them that might be blocking you or limiting your potential to reach them needs to be a priority, right? So we only get this from writing out our goals and reflecting on them. That's kind of one thing that I experienced. I think the other side of the coin, still in the category of limiting beliefs, is you write your goals smaller than what you want. Actually, come to think of it, I did do this. I kind of like wrote down some numbers and then I thought about it and then I scratched them out and rewrote like a smaller number. And then in that moment, I caught myself out straight away. I was like, why are you playing smaller? Like if this is what you want and this is your goal, we need to work out how you're going to get there, not downgrade your goals because you don't think you can get them. So I think either way, whether you've written them really big and they freak you out and you feel like you can't achieve them or whether you've written them small because same thing, you feel like you can't achieve them. It's really important to investigate this at the beginning of the year when you're setting them because it gives you the opportunity to fine tune or look at different things that might be blocking you before you get to six, seven, eight months in and you are really struggling trying to like get over this hurdle of like this last thing that's limiting you and blocking you. And I mean, you might work through it naturally just by working towards your goal. But I think if it's something as strong as like what I felt where I'm like, this is obvious. I know I have a limiting belief here. 
you are doing yourself and your goal a massive favor by working on it at this point in time. So huge, huge mistake we make is ignoring these little signs or thoughts and thinking, oh, they'll go away or it doesn't matter or it's irrelevant. We're not doing ourself, our future self or our goals justice by ignoring them and not investigating them. So always look into your limiting beliefs. Number five, I think another mistake we make is getting so fixated on what we set for ourselves. Let's just say at the beginning of the year in January and having zero flexibility with that. Let me explain. As you kind of set yourself a goal, right? And you move towards it. Different things might happen throughout the year. You may grow into a different person. You might meet someone else that gives you a whole different idea. But sometimes we get so stuck in this like, I'm never going to quit. Like winners don't quit, never going to give up that kind of attitude. I've done a whole podcast on kind of why having that mentality is really detrimental. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, but I think not being flexible and being so rigid with what we set for ourselves and needing to just see that through to the end for the sake of it, because we set it for ourselves is such a block on what's actually aligned and what's serving us and what else could be out there for us. So having an element of flexibility, I think is essential to grow, right? And I think our goals only serve us for as long as they serve us. If there's something better, you need to have flexibility and you need to be comfortable editing them as time goes on. Number six is setting our goals. Great, we start moving February, March, you know, we're building momentum, but then we don't have a set plan or a check-in in our calendars to recheck in with ourselves, right? To see how we're going, some sort of way to track your progress. And I don't mean like, you know, you're setting an intention now. Yep. I'm going to check in with myself. I mean, go on your phone, set a reminder, put a meeting in with yourself in June or every quarter, you know, whatever makes sense for you and actually make a date with yourself to check in so that you've got that ongoing progress check-in because that gives you the opportunity to say, okay, is this actually what I want now? right? We're three months in, six months in, has anything changed? Do I still feel aligned? You know, all these different things that we've spoken about, you can recheck in and make sure you're still aligned. You don't have to wait 12 months to reset and rewrite new goals. If something is not aligned for you, you can make space for something else that is. And so creating these opportunities for yourself to check in, right? And, and understand if it's still right for you is essential and not doing that when you set your goals at that time is a mistake because you will not do it after that. You'll forget life, you know, kind of happens and you'll miss it, that opportunity to be doing what's meant for you. The seventh mistake I think we make when it comes to goal setting is that we think every goal needs to be reinventing the wheel, right? It needs to be something new. We need to change every aspect of our life in kind of some new revolutionary way. I think the mistake here is not acknowledging that a lot of goals can just be maintenance, right? And I realize this with my health and fitness. I'm super pleased with my health and fitness routine at the moment. I genuinely wouldn't change a thing. I'm really enjoying my training. I make time for slower exercises like yin yoga. I'm happy with my meditation, you know, maybe a small tweak to my diet, being a little bit more disciplined, but on the whole, there's not this huge like new goal. Like I don't have PBs. I don't have a new training style I want to do. I want to actually just keep doing what I'm doing. Part of that is because I want to fit in my wedding dress and it's already been made. Um, But genuinely speaking, like there's nothing I really want to try or change. And so I think thinking that goals always need to be this groundbreaking new kind of thing um, is a mistake because I think you're not giving yourself credit for things that are going well in your life. And goals can simply be to keep doing things that you've already been doing that are already serving you. So don't forget that when you're drafting yours for 2024. 
So that's it, guys. Those are the mistakes I would personally avoid making when it comes to setting your goals. If you've already set your goals, you can definitely go through and think about how these would apply and maybe come up with your own system. You know, like think about a few of the things that have really stood out for you that you're like, that would just really bolster my goal if I considered that on a deeper level and make that a part of your system this year. If you guys just want something easy to follow that has already been put together, the ebook is in the show notes. I've thrown in a few extra resources. There's duplicates of the activity so you can do it for lots of different goals. Um, But basically it's eight chapters, right? The system is eight chapters and it will take you through some of the things we spoke about today and then there's an extension, right? So it's my full-blown system based off a lot of the mistakes that I have made. And one thing I haven't mentioned yet is this system for me works because it helps me create the life I want. So when we're talking about balance, right, there's no point having a sense of balance that you want in your life, but then having goals that don't really support that, right? Maybe you have goals that mean you'd have to work something crazy, like 16 hours a day, but does that support the kind of balance you want? If yes, then great. And if no, and you want something a little bit more sustainable, there needs to be a little bit more of an alignment. And I feel we're often put in this position where we need to choose between success and well-being. And I just think that's ridiculous. I think you can have both. I think you just need a system and an approach that allows you to actually paint a picture of what that looks like and then make it practical. So if that's something you're looking for, again, link is in the show notes. I'd love to hear what you guys thought of today's episode. If any of the mistakes surprised you, uh, reach out. We have a free Telegram chat, guys, as well. So I'll put links there every week the link to that is in the show notes Uh, we have beautiful conversations in there there's a community of people from all around the world but of course you can find me on instagram tiktok youtube i live online quite a lot as well so don't hesitate to reach out thank you guys so much for listening and wishing you all the success love and abundance for 2024 and i'm super excited next week we have actually it's my biggest guest i've ever interviewed it's the woman who got me into health and fitness that is none other than the kayla Ritzinas. i had an absolute ball getting to know her it was so much fun interviewing her in person she was the first one i did in the brand new studio so you guys are going to absolutely love it make sure you're subscribed on all platforms so you're the first to know when it comes out live but i'm really really looking forward to sharing that with you guys That is it from me. I will leave it here. I will see you guys next week for another episode. And until then, stay balanced.